we are live. It is official. Linda, we are live. how are you? I'm doing all right. Much better now that the tech is working and we're ready to roll. Yeah, I know. It's been, it, it's, it, technology is wonderful until it's not. So, uh, everybody, welcome so to the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast. This is a board game episode and it is approximately 7.30 Eastern Standard Time here on twitch.tv slash Engaged Family Gaming and I am here with Linda and we're not even going to go around the horn. We're running a little bit late. We're just going to dive right into it. This is a faux Toy Fair announcement day. Literally, we're just going absolutely crazy going over all of the huge huge announcements um and it's not even all of them it's like not even close to all of them um so we're just kind of rolling you know what i mean um so linda wouldn't you know i'm gonna start with dungeons and dragons stuff um because yeah well i mean it's it shouldn't be a surprise i'm very excited um so basically uh we have a new um it, it is not a new book yet However, historically speaking, the uh, the Unearthed Arcana that Wizards released for free, the playtest package that they put on their website, which is right now on uh, the dnd.wizards.com, that kind of informs what's happening next. Remember, we had like the fairy stuff, and then we had uh, the Wild and Witchwood, which was very fae themed. Well. Right. Um, now we have the heroes of Kryn. Now, folks may be like, what's Kryn? Well, I'll tell you what. Kryn is where the Dragonlance stuff starts. So oh. um, this is a very big deal. Um, specifically, I'm just going to read the text right here. It says, in today's Unearthed Arcana, we explore character options from the Dragonlance setting. This playtest document presents the Kender race. Lunar magic sorcerer subclass, the Knight of Salamnia and High and the Mage of High Sorcery backgrounds, as well as a collection of new feats, all for use within Dungeons and Dragons. And it is a free resource, and it's six pages long, so it's not like a big read. But what it does is it essentially presents playtest material, and uh, the the biggest addition is the addition of the Kender race, which doesn't mean a lot. This is one of those things that's going to mean a lot to a handful of people. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no, that makes perfect sense. Like, it's, I have to be honest, I can't visualize what that race is personally. Um, that, yeah, it, I can understand that. Um, right. they are, it's a race specific to Kryn, the Dragonlance campaign setting, and they are a, uh, they're, they're a really big deal. They're a really big deal. Um, so, uh, Kender are, reading right from the book, it says, Kender are diminutive humanoids that look like humans with pointed ears and diverse appearances. Kender have a supernatural curiosity that drives them on to adventures big and small. This curiosity is said to be connected to the whimsical magic of the Feywild that some believe Kender have a high affinity for. Through their curiosity, many Kender have found themselves falling through gates and portals to other planes and worlds. And so, what's really interesting is that one of their, like, big... Um, Kender abilities is uh, starting at third level, they have the magical ability to just pull a random object out of a container. Um, oh, that's <coughs> and so 
And essentially, you roll on the Kender Aces table to determine um, what item you pull out. And some examples of that is some money, um, a simple weapon of your choice, um, an adventure, a piece of adventuring equipment, a crowbar, like just silly stuff um, yeah, that could be very useful. Nothing, nothing, nothing fancy, but nothing changing but, the world. Yes, but basically, yeah. they can just. Pull, they can pull like neat stuff out of from behind That's people's ears, uh, which is kind of fun. Um, yeah. The the lunar magic sorcerer subclass is um, they get their, their sorcerer gets their power from the moon. Well, in the case of Kryn, uh, uh, three moons. Um, and so That's fair. this is very this is very cool. Now, what this means is we're getting a Dragonlance book later this year, folks. Um, there has been. Uh, we haven't heard. There hasn't been an official announcement, but you know, if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck, uh, and I am all in for this. What do you think, Linda? I mean, Linda, do you know? Have you heard of the Dragonlance books? So, I worked in a bookstore for seven years. I am familiar with the books from the exterior only. I never read them, but I, I remember. In, in this case, so I know all them. In this case, that's <laughs> fine. Like the reality is, Dragonlance is a well loved. <laughs> it is a well loved game world um, with a lot of story, a lot of cool background. Dwarves play a very important part in it, um, which makes it one of my favorites. Um, and so that is, uh, yeah, we're gonna find out more about the Heroes of Kryn. Um, so if you are interested in seeing the playtest packet, if y'all are Dungeons and Dragons type folks, you can head on over to dnd.wizards.com. It's right there on the front page, the link to it. And you can take a look. And I believe you can even get a history of all of the... Uh, if you look on the site, you can actually get a history of all the other uh, Unearthed Arcana as well. There's been a lot. And if, and if you look at them all, they all follow the pattern that the book comes out sooner or later. And I uh, am very excited about a Dragonlance book. Um, and I will most definitely be reading it and or running stuff in it. Next, um, we did find out about the new magic set. We're not going to talk about this specifically. We're going to get more stuff about that, but it's about <laughs> gangsters. And there's going to be five crime families on the streets of New Capena. So we're going to find out all about five crime families spoilers season for that i believe is somewhere in mid-april i think so we still got time we have time um board game time again everybody this is uh this is a crazy episode because it is literally all about um board game announcements because toy fair did not happen this year however um it didn't need to uh, because everybody's this is how they're gonna do it, right? Exactly. Everybody's bringing the stuff right now. So um, it's been kind of coming out over the last couple of weeks, but this last handful of days have been very big. So first, I'm gonna start with the OP because we do like the OP. Right. Um, we do like the OP. Linda, have you? Do you remember? You've probably seen them all. The Rising games, right? So yes. they had Darth Vader Rising, and they had. Plankton Rising and, you know, all this other ones. Um, they're making another one. Okay. What's the property, the license this time? 
Well, it's Fire Nation rising this time. And so this time oh. it will be... So I am... Def- so in this case, it is following the story of the Day of Black Sun. Um, the big dude in the in the middle of the thing, uh, in the middle of the board, is Fire Lord Ozai. Um, oh, how cool. And he looks rad. Um, and so this is a five-player cooperative game where everybody works to overcome obstacles and ultimately defeat the big thing in the middle of the table. Um, obviously, the five characters will be the five members of Team Avatar, and I am super excited to see this game. Sounds um, amazing. <laughs> it is, uh, yeah, it was announced just a few days ago. Like I said, you, you, you fight up as five different teams um, that are led up by each of the five members of um the team avatar and um they each have their own dice pools their own abilities um i just want to say very clearly i call dibs on toff i just want to let everybody know um y'all can have whoever you want except for her um so that's (laughs) that is uh just to give everybody a quick look can i oh nope that's not gonna happen How am I going to do this? Hey, I know I can do this. I can do it this way. So uh, that is right there in the middle of the screen is what the game is going to be looking like. Good old Fire Lord Ozai. This looks super awesome. He's got this really cool giant figure in the middle of the board. Very, very excited to see that one come. Don't worry, everybody. Um, yeah, I'm very, very excited for that. So that was one. I, I haven't caught a lot of announcements. That one I caught and went to go see if I could pre-order it or order it or whatever. And it, I couldn't at that moment. It was. Yeah, it's it not available. It not is available. not available yet. It will be out this summer. Um, it's going to be forty nine ninety nine, which is right in price, right in line price wise with yeah. yep. uh, the other games. This is the sixth edition of that series. Along wow. with that. They're also going to be releasing a whole bunch of other stuff, including an, a Rubik's Cube, and uh, I'm particularly looking for looking forward to the Avatar um, sleeves because they are all in on licensed character sleeves for uh, collectible card games. Okay. And so, uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender uh, collectible card game sleeves sound pretty awesome to me. Um, for those of you that like to sleeve. Yep. So next, we have another game from the OP that not only is it very cool, but I did just find out relatively recently, like a couple of days ago, that they're actually going to be sending a copy of it to us. Um, And that is a game called Mountains Out of Mole Hills. Oh, that looks so cool. So you've probably seen the videos all over TikTok because it has started to go. Mountains Over Mole Hills is a game where you are mole, where you play as moles. Uh, making mount. Well, I mean, you're making mountains out of molehills, but you're trying to have the highest molehill. <laughs> um, the, what's interesting about this is you actually play the game on two levels. It's a card-based game, and so you play with your moles on the bottom floor, and you're pushing up piles of dirt on the top floor. That's kind of built on like a, a canopy, like a canopy bed. Um, I love the. I love that idea, that mechanic of kind of playing the game on one level, manipulating stuff on another. It's very like Star Trek you know, 3D chess. Um, (laughs) 
This is uh, this was designed by Pat Marino and Jim DiCabillo, um, and it's all about the annual Mountain Maker Tournament, and it looks very cool. We are going to have it, the the highlight for me is these really cool acrylic standees for the moles on the bottom. Um, I'm becoming a really big fan of the of the uh, kind of colored acrylic miniatures because they can get really detailed without having to like 3D print a million things. Um, and you can put them away and they fit in very small right, places. Storage. Yep, storage is a whole lot easier. So um, yeah, this thing looks amazing. They did, they did indicate they're gonna send us a copy. Uh, so as soon as we have it, there will be unboxings and there will be videos and yes. all sorts of talkings on our various TikTok channels. Um, and that is, that one's coming very soon. Let me look. Uh, two to four players each and up. I know. Um, we just need to get the report card season. You'll make it. You can do it. I, I believe. I always do it. It's just, it's a long two days. Um, yeah. Soon, 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 soon. Oh, I think it's actually available. It's actually available right now. Is it really? It is available right now. So if what I have described sounds awesome to you, I can go to the OP right now and you can pick it up. Forty dollars, nine plus, two to four players. Um, I think this is this is going to be a wild hit. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Last OP announcement. We had talked about this before, but we didn't have all the details. So the OP announced in collaboration with the mobile game. Um, Sorcerer's Arena Epic Alliances. Mm -hmm. So we had talked about this. I had talked about it on TikTok. All sorts of crazy stuff had happened. Oh, hi, honey. My wife brought me dinner. So I, My dinner I have will to, be after this. <laughs> I, get to stare, I get to stare at stare it at until it. after the podcast is done. Um, nice. So uh, we finally got real information. Uh, it is coming. Okay. This uh, It is going to be available June 23rd. Um, and it is, I'm just going to be real. It's pretty much unmatched. But with Disney characters. So uh, it is a 2v2 or 4v4 um, arena battle game where you pick characters. One thing that is interesting is all the characters can level up. So like the story cool. progresses. Very similarly to the mobile game. Um, the basic game uh, includes eight Disney and Pixar characters. So the Sorcerer's Apprentice Mickey, Gaston, Maleficent, Aladdin, Ariel, Dr. Facilier, Demona from Gargoyles. And Sully from Monsters, Inc. Um, and then there will be additional packs uh, that will come out later. As I said, this is um, two to four players, age 13 up. And uh, it's going to be about $50 for the base game. But this is the kind of game that th they're releasing a platform. This right. is... We're going to see a lot of stuff uh, come out for this game. The mobile game has been having regular updates for a long time so um yeah it's pretty interesting what do you think linda is this you don't like the battle games but like we talked about last week i've been finding that i like some of them more than i expected to so especially with this being a license of characters i know and enjoy i'm excited to try it and see if i enjoy the mechanics and get more into the battling games card battling yeah so Speaking of games that oh you like more than you expected coming from the okay. OP, 
Um, what if I told you that there's another Smash Up game with another license? Really? Um, yeah. Um, I was snapping my fingers at my son who's, I don't know, kicking tables. I don't know. Um, like they're making, they're making Disney Smash Up. <laughs> so it is, uh, Disney Smash Up is, yeah, we all got lots of noise happening in the background. Um, Forgive us, everybody. We're doing this live, and we do it right around bedtime, so it's it's wild for us. <laughs> um, Disney Smash Up. It's you know right on the cover of it. It's got the guys from Big Hero Six and Elsa and oh. also other stuff. So uh, I can't wait to get our hands on that. Um, and what's great about it is the ability to just mix and match. You know, stack those from team, and it's stack up to twenty card decks from any of the sets. Um, I am, yeah, I'm really, I'm thrilled to see that they're just kind of working those licenses through. Uh, I, they did well with Marvel, so I can't imagine they would do bad with Disney. But that sounds like a lot of fun. I definitely want to play that. Yeah. So, um, I'm just going to show the next one, um, oh to, uh, I'm just going to show everyone. And I just want to say, oh, oh, hey, Mega Mom's here. Mega Mom, welcome to the EFG show, or not the EFG show, that's Thursday, this is the Engage Family Gaming Podcast, <laughs> listen, I don't even know, I had a, I had my WoW show yesterday, we got this, um, I'm just gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna just take a second, and uh, we're gonna put this right here, um, a, My Little, a My Little Pony Adventures in Equestria deck building game from Renegade. Um, they are the, uh, this is the same people that made the Transformers deck builder, uh, that made the Power Rangers deck builder and made the G.I. Joe deck builder. Um, they're putting out one that is My Little Pony set in the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic world. Uh, it's available for pre-order now. And if you pre-order it, you can get the, um, you actually get a box of meeples. That is the main six. So you get meeple. So you get like main six meeples. That's pretty cool. Which I am. I mean, I already pre-ordered it. <laughs> no surprise. Second I saw it, I was like, yeah, we're buying that. Um, there's no way. The box is bright and colorful. I am, you know, my daughter gives me a whole lot of, but Maggie was like, dad, do you really need to buy that? Why is that happening? And I was like, are you not going to play it with me? She's like, well, of course I'm going to buy it, but dad. And I'm like, if you're just making fun of me because you have to, because you're my child, fine. But, like, don't even pretend to try and tell me you won't play this game. Oh, right. um, which, of course, you will. Um, so, that was, this was actually just announced within the last couple of days. This was, a, this was hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. Thank you, Mega Mom. I knew, I knew that I wouldn't be the only one playing this game. <laughs> you know? Uh, but it's good to know that I am not by myself if my children sure. abandon me. I'll play My Little Pony with a bunch of adults. Whatever. Absolutely. I, I'm hoping this happens. I want to play. Yeah, of course. We will do so. All right. Game um, night in my place. Yes, exactly. Spe <laughs> speaking of renegade games, um, let's just kind of keep it going. Right? Yeah, what else they got coming? Um, Actually, wait. That's all I got oh. for renegade games. Okay. Well, That's all I got for renegade. Um, let's all talk right. about Funko games. We have oh, yeah. more Funko games. So Ooh. this one is big um, because they actually announced two preschool games. They announced a whole line of like Cocoa Melon games for like babies and stuff. Like pre okay. like, but, um, and that's fine, right? Like I know Cocoa Melon is important for the, uh, for like the young, young, young set. And that's, you know, they're pattern games. It, well, there's another pattern party 
just for Coco Melon. We had one for Disney Princesses. Oh. Now we have one for Coco Melon. That'll be a big deal. But how about some preschool games inspired by Dr. Seuss? Okay. Um, I think this is a big deal. There's a Dr. Seuss yeah. pattern party, which is nice. clearly a theme. Um, but I actually, there's thing one and thing two, where are you? Um, basically, uh, it's a hide and seek game. So oh, one of the hiders takes thing one or thing two and hides it. Um, and then you gotta go find it. So it's for ages three and up. We had a, a game that was literally just, you had like a little stuffed sun. And the kid had okay. to go hide the sun. Um, and so my guess is that this plays exactly like that. Very similar. Um, we only... had one that was Sock Monkey. Same premise. Yeah. Listen, I think, it's, I think it's perfect. Um, the little ones love it. Oh, yeah. And, we, and who doesn't love Dr. Seuss? Um, it's true. And his birthday just happened last week. Really? The second. Yep. How, how did I miss that? Um, so last week was Read Across America. Uh, March 2nd is Dr. Seuss's birthday, so that's usually the kickoff, or it's that week is usually Read Across America because of right. his birthday week. Yep. That'll do it. All right, so uh, Funko Games has continued the work. Okay. Um, okay. Um, you know I love Ted Lasso, right? Yes. And I know that you guys have never watched Ted Lasso because um, you're is that allergic on Apple to. TV? Yeah, it's on Apple TV. So, which is That's a service that you don't have. We don't. But you're have also service. you're also allergic, allergic to, to fun. It's you're fun. allergic to fun. Um, fun. Ted Lasso. Yes, you are. You you and my wife are allergic to fun. Um, mm-hmm. so we have uh, a Ted Lasso party game. Ooh. Um, from Funko, and I'm not gonna lie, I don't usually play party games, but I will play a Ted Lasso party game because I love Ted Lasso. Uh, it's twenty bucks. It's coming out this summer. Um, you know, you gotta. <laughs> You choose how to help your friends. Um, and and when you get stuck, you can break out magical biscuits, which is important because it's part of the story of the show. Um, okay. Listen, I love I'll Ted Lasso. <laughs> it's important. Uh, it's important. It's important. They also have a Parks and Rec game. Same price. Probably a similar model. Um, so if you're more into Parks and Rec, meaning if you don't have Apple TV, um, <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? I am I'm super... I'm super excited. What's interesting, and I don't know how they're going to do this, the Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso, the show, quite vulgar. Okay. But the game is ages 10 plus. So my guess is that they've sanitized a little bit because at the end of the day, it is kind of wholesome and about soccer. I'm sorry, football. Okay. So they must have sanitized some of the inappropriate parts because there's like some salty language and some inappropriate bits. It'll be interesting to see. Okay. Um, yeah, just to see if take something that was more explicit and how they made it yeah. re- approachable okay. for 10 plus. Right. Yeah. The, I'm sure they figured hard. it out. Right. Yeah. Definitely it'll be interesting. Cool. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um Yahtzee is a thing. We know we we know we love right. Yahtzee. Um and they remember when they did Cup Noodles Nazi? Yes. Which is hilarious for a number of reasons. Um they announced spam Yahtzee, <laughs> um, and it comes. I mean, you have to buy that. <laughs> it comes in a spam tin, nice. um, and it plays exact. I mean, it plays exactly the same for the right. most part, um, but it comes in like this little plastic spam tin. That's amazing. Let me, um, let me 
Hey, everybody. You can just look in <laughs> my. You can look in my window and see. This is exactly what it looks like. Uh, yeah, we're. I need to. I'm. I'm working on some new scenes and some new buttons, everybody. So we'll everything will look a little fancy. Uh, for the the Twitch presentation, but yeah, it is legit. Instead of numbers, you got like different ways that you can prepare spam. Oh, that's fantastic. You can put it in your in your ramen noodles. You can put it in sushi. Apparently, you can put it on sandwiches. Okay, it's showing up. I'm looking at the um, the stream. It's just showing up in our little windows. It's not yeah. like covering the whole screen. Is that yeah? I did that. Cool. I did that on cool. purpose when, rather than. I wasn't yeah. sure if that was the switch over. Cool. Just making. I'm sure. getting. I'm. I'm gonna be getting a stream deck in the next handful oh, of cool. weeks so that I can oh, cool. create a bunch of custom scenes and just make okay. the switch over much much easier. Um, fried spam and ramen. Listen, my middle son has asked a whole bunch of times if he could have ramen or not ramen. He has ramen spam. all the time, but spam. And the problem is, <coughs> whenever he asks, we're always at like Costco. Right. You don't want a gross of spam. Yeah. Like a single can of spam is like three bucks. Like it's not the end of the world. And he could get it. And if he hated it, like, you know, whatever, you know, you get rid of it. But, like, you don't want a can that's, like, the size of a Nintendo Switch. Like, you don't need right. that. Or, like, you a know? pack of, like, 20. You yeah. don't need that much. Right. Exactly. Because this is, I don't, I don't think this is the kind of food that, like, if you, that you can, like, give away easily. Because you either are all in. Maybe, or maybe not. we could. But, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's not it's, worth the investment. Eventually, I'll remember when I'm, like, at an actual grocery store. There you go. And can get like a regular sized can, or maybe even a small one. I wonder if they make small, even smaller ones. I don't know. So that's spam Yahtzee. Listen, I uh, am, I am all here for the stupid food version of Yahtzee. <laughs> you know, for sure. No, you need something silly because Yahtzee is so well known. To yeah. be able to skin it with something ridiculous is just—it's hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Funko Games. We did a bunch of stuff. They had their Disney announcements earlier. Right. Which was a quite a big deal. Um, one that we missed, and one that I think is going to be a big hit with all the 80s babies, is um, they're, they're putting out an E.T. game. Oh, cool. So, uh, specifically, it's going to be at Target this summer. So, it's another Target exclusive. Um, and you are biking. The idea is, uh, it is taking place during the famous bike ride oh, that's cool. scene where you are trying to get, you're trying to evade the federal agents and send E.T. home. Okay. Which I think, I mean. That's so iconic a, for anyone from, that grew up in the 80s. Yeah. Watch. I'm going to, I'm going to switch scenes for this one because this one is absolutely right. worth it. Whoops. That's not what I wanted. Here we go, everybody. I'm just going right to the tweet. Um, just the box art looks great. This is one of those things that if this works out well, I think there's gonna be a lot of really excited folks. Yeah, um, no, I'm so looking forward to you know getting more information and checking it out. Were you an ET? Like, were you did you like ET when it came out? Were you first off, were you allowed to watch it? Eventually, yes. No, I did. I remember watching it as a kid. Um, oh, I really, I did enjoy it. It wasn't like something I was obsessed with or like really into, but I remember watching it and enjoying it. 
and honestly enjoying it more when I went back to it a little older. When I was a little older. So, yeah. You know. I, uh, I kind of feel the same way. It's one of those things that it doesn't carry the same way. I think I might have been just too young. I don't know. When did... When did I'm going to look. When did you come Okay. I mean... Oh, it's 1982. So it came out when I was two. Yeah. So I probably watched it a few years later, like we rented it or something, and it, it just was, it, it did not resonate with me, I think, the same way it resonated with other people. Jen! <laughs> what do you think about E.T. board game? Oh, she wants to know, is it happy, sad, or scary? Does E.T. have all three of those things? Yes. Is that what's happening here? Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, so, I mean, it's the co- it's a co-op game where you Color's are... Tell the bike scene. It's the bike scene. Okay. And you're it's a co-op game. You're trying to evade federal agents and send E.T. home. So my guess is that if you're bad at it, it is sad and <laughs> scary. Be- but if you're good at it... Oh, no, no. That's, this, that's not the sad thing. That's... A little, no. like, you know, anticipation and a little suspense, but not sad. So this is that coming sad to tar- part was another whole part of the movie. This is exactly. coming to Target this year. Okay. Um, what, what, do you, what, what do you think? So, I loved E.T. when I was a kid. I had a stuffed E.T. that came from, like, one of the major toy companies. I can't remember what it was from the time. And I took it everywhere with me to camp and stuff like that. They had to pry it out of my hands. Oh. But it's kind of lost its charm as i've gotten older i guess so i don't know how i feel about it i mean if it showed up i'd play it but i don't think i'd go out of my way to get it okay sound good um what do you you think about the ted lasso game no (laughs) ted lasso's good you don't need more ted lasso in your life i need you don't you have you have a problem (laughs) she says i have a problem listen what i really want is his jacket but I'm not a soccer coach, so like I don't know if I could pull it off. You think I could pull off the Ted Lasso jacket? I don't know. Show me what it looks like. It's just it's just stripes. I mean, Which way I wouldn't the stripes look go? like I wouldn't look like Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> Which way do the stripes? The stripes go, go sideways. No. Oh. Well. <laughs> I wouldn't wear sideways stripes either. I love stripes. Okay. All right. I'll let you get back to your right, podcast, you. and then I have a story for. You guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. For, for, uh, a story for us about off air. Off air? <laughs> um, oh, boy. Uh, so, <laughs> so that is, so that's E.T. That was, I'm actually looking at the Funko Games Twitter account to see what else they did. Because they actually have made a bunch of announcements that weren't even on their website. Um oh, cool. They're just like, so, what is it? New, is it shadow dropping? Am I using that right? That they're just kind of like well, it out Shadow there? dropping is... <laughs> I'm not using Shadow that. dropping <laughs> is if it came out with no announcement. Um, oh, you did get, okay. Mega Mom did make a comment. Before I move on, she made a comment about E.T. <laughs> she said, I didn't see it until the early 90s for some reason. I didn't love it when I saw it. It was okay. I was more fascinated with the fact that Elliot from E.T. played Samuel in the Legends of the Fall and was then in House Haunting of Hill House much later. And every time she sees that actress, she says, Elliot, like E.T. did. Um, and then Dracon of my uh, of my guild, probably waiting for me to come uh, log into raid later, says uh, what I really want is more cowbell. Listen, I don't need more cowbell, but I could do it. You know, I could I could live with more cowbell. 
classic SNL sketch. Um, so Funkoverse is not dead, by the way. Did you know Funkoverse is not dead and they're just putting out more stuff? Um, oh, I they announced it was on hiatus. Yeah, no, well, we got Peter Pan. Oh, nice. So it's Captain Hook and Peter Pan. Um, That's cool. And uh, Universal Monsters. You know the thing about Universal Monsters is I'm so glad that they, like, I don't know when they decided to just kind of package them all together. Okay. I'm sure it was a while ago, but it's still fun to me is to just see them all. And what's interesting about this one is it's all in black and white. Oh, that's cool. The Universal Monsters. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, let's see here. And I'm just scrolling through their Twitter to see if there's anything else that I missed. And I did not. Okay. Yeah, nope. Looks like that's the, the only stuff. Okay. That was the only stuff that I missed there. Um, and I am going to do... I am actually, we're doing this live, everybody. I'm actually going to go through a whole bunch of people's Twitter accounts to try and see in case I missed anything. Um, because it turns out that I kind of did. So, um, for y'all Transformers fans, Mega Mom, I know you're here. Um, the Transformers deck building game has a expansion coming, A Rising Darkness. The pre-order bonus pack... Um, it's not jazz this time. Hopefully they'll get it right. But uh, the pre-order bonus this time uh, is Astro Train. Do you know who Astro Train is, Linda? I don't. I'm sorry. Astro Train <laughs> is, a, is a Decepticon that can turn into both a train and a space shuttle. Well, that's cool. Um, and his, his, uh, his for his, like, the size of him makes yeah. no sense. Oh, does it? Disproportionate, huh? Uh, pro- the proportions for him. So in during Transformers the movie, okay. he's a regular sized Transformer who turns into a train. And then all the Decepticons pile into the back of him. Okay. And when they pile in, they're like ducking underneath to get through the door. That kind of makes sense. I'll let that one go. Okay. <coughs> then he takes off and tr- he starts choo-chooing away and turns into a a uh, space uh, spaceship, like a space shuttle. Okay. And while he is in space as a space shuttle, all of the Decepticons are in are inside him, like in his okay. hold in the or interior, wherever. Yep. Yeah, in the interior, and the Constructicons form Devastator inside him, which is a giant, like giant. building, tall robot. And you know what? Back then, when I when in 1987 when that came out. You just I didn't question accepted. it. I didn't question so, it at all. Now there's only one answer. There's only one answer. What? He's he's a TARDIS. He's bigger on the inside. Astro train physics. You know what? He is. He's a TARDIS. That. You know what? If I actually like, I mean, he's a TARDIS. That's that's pretty much the only the only possible explanation. It's it's the only one I can. That like make. that is some really crazy. Uh, head cannon right there. Is it <laughs> somehow Doctor Who's flying spaceship is a Decepticon? I don't know how to deal with it, but we'll live there. That'd um, be some interesting fan fiction. We, someone's written it. <laughs> if we think there hasn't been Doctor Who Transformers fan fiction, um, they're crazy. Um, we also have a new expansion of the uh, G.I. Joe deck building game, Shadow of the Serpent. This is based on the uh, G.I. Joe the movie. Um, oh, and, okay. uh, so it's got Serpentor in there. 
And it's, I mean, whatever. It's G.I. Joe stuff. Uh, Mega Mom saying she uh, said to Jevador that Astro Train was a TARDIS and he immediately accepted that head, head cannon. <laughs> Linda, look at you over here just explaining the whole game. Um, listen, just explaining me, the whole deal. Um, and, I mean, listen, we love that. We love that stuff. So, we did, uh, we so already fun. talked about the um, <laughs> My Little Pony Adventures in Equestria deck building game. It's coming out mid-2022. So, it's coming out this summer. Um, I can't wait to talk more about that game. Um, and that is that let me okay. i'm i'm gonna bring up game right okay because um they have more stuff for oh, us good i just don't know Excellent. where it is oh it has it's not on their twitter yet they gave us a whole bunch of announcements um they made a whole bunch of announcements i went to the event right oh nice Okay. And um, but I don't know what I can talk about yet. But oh, they have a year's worth of releases. Um, nice. All right, I'm gonna look at one more, um, and then uh, you know we'll probably call it a day. I'm gonna go look at Raven's Burger because I have not seen because uh, we haven't been to Toy Fair and really we haven't right. been able to get in touch with them since then, which That's is absolutely true. just criminal. It's been so crazy. Yeah, while we're, while I do this, everybody, how's everybody doing? Yeah. I want to know, you <laughs> yeah. know, has everybody, anybody played anything good recently? I've been very, I, I tell you what, I spent this last video game playing a, a, an absurd amount uh, of, um, an absurd amount of video games. There was no time for uh, board games here. Nice. So um, we had an exciting, while you're looking that up, so, yeah. uh, you know, you were talking about the new Kirby that's coming out later yep. this month, so we have pre-ordered it now. Uh, oh. Eli decided that he had earned money for puppy sitting, my mother-in-law's dog, and it was almost the exact amount he needed to purchase it, so he decided that he really wants to try uh, Kirby in the, the Forgotten Is it Forgotten Realms? It's Kirby in the Forgotten right, Forgotten World. Forgotten I think world? it's Forgotten World. I'm gonna double check that. But then oh, it's Mega Mom's so excited he's getting a release date. I know he's he's gotta be. Welcome to welcome to, uh, we are yeah, Kirby uh, we'll in the have Forgotten to, Land. In the Forgotten Land. I knew Land. it was something. The big announcement coming out of um and this is coming out in March, so it's coming out very, very soon, um, is an adventure book game, which, if we'll remember, that was very similar to... The adventure book kind of stuff is very similar to um, Stuffed Fables. Okay. <coughs> this one's The Wizard of Oz. Oh, neat. Um, and I am, like, really kind of stoked about that. Um, I think A Wizard of Oz is a really cool idea for... Yeah, a storybook game. Oh yeah, that's a great like. There's so much material to pull from. Yeah, there's a ton, an absolute ton, uh, and and really, there's a lot of that that is not. Um, there's a lot of background to the Wizard of Oz that didn't make it into the movie. Um, that mm -hmm. and you know, uh, so yeah, that is actually yeah, the kind Frank of Oz. Like, there's so much story that exists. Yeah. Plus, if you if you were to pull in from the storyline from Wicked, 
Mm. Like, there's so much more to that world. Again, I know it's different. Are they canonic? Are they canonically connected? I don't think they're canonically connected, though. But it's there's just so much out there, depending on how they want to spin things. Well, Megamon gave us. She says she's read six Oz stories. Mm. I didn't even know there were that many. Oh, there's a there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot out there. I don't even know how many are actually published, but Frank Oz was prolific. That's awesome. Yeah. That's actually pretty cool. So. Oh, 13 um, total. There we go. She's got us. Mega Mom knows her stuff. She knows her stuff. She's amazing. And she answered us about some games she's playing if we want to circle back to that. Yeah, she said uh, she's been playing the card game Fyra and lots of Pokemon Legends Arceus. Let me tell you. Pokemon Legends Arceus is better than it has any right to be, and it really did get me excited for the next Pokemon game. Um, so so that's the board game announcements that we have seen so far. Now, Gamma is was this past weekend, so we're going to see more stuff. There's more announcements that are trickling in their way out. Linda, did you know this Thursday is uh, International Mario Day? I did not. Well, because it's March 10th. So, um, we're definitely going to talk a lot about Mario on the EFG show on Thursday. So, everybody, that that's really the show. We mainly had announcements and yeah. exciting announcements to talk about. Um, we have, man, um, there are a lot of games coming out this year for a year, for a year that was not supposed to really even, you know, like we didn't know anything about it we, because right. we missed Toy Fair because it got canceled. We really didn't know what was coming. Um, but it's, we have an exciting year full of games to play and we're going to be able to share all that with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect timing. Megamon. Thank you for coming through clutch with the wizard of Oz. That's a fandom. I didn't know you were in, but now that I know you're in, it doesn't really (laughs) surprise me. If that makes sense. So, um, next week is video game week. I don't know if Amanda will be able to be here. Because she is okay. moving. They bought a new house. Did oh, I tell you that? that's right. Yes. Um, she was saying so, that last week. Yeah. So um, we'll find out. Um, and, you know, but next week is video game week. So we will. Okay. And man, do I have a lot of video. if you need me to. If yeah. you need a sounding board, we can just. I may. Through it. Man, and I'm going to correct myself now because I was saying the wrong name of the author. It's uh, Frank Baum. Frank Baum. I was Baum. saying Oz. I had like a mental collapse. You had it's, good it's, Yoda. It's, you had Yoda on the break. It's fine. It's fine. Um, all right, everybody. So thank you for coming and listening to our show tonight. I will be back on Thursday for the EFG show. And, um, then I'll be back on Monday for more, uh, new year, new Neff on our, our world of Warcraft streams. We're going to go run some dungeons. So if you want to go see what it looks like to run dungeons in world of Warcraft, um, come on in. The water's fine. So yep. Pipe, pipe, pipe. Everybody have a good weekend. Uh, Well, a good rest of your week, and we'll see you on Thursday. Bye, everybody. Bye.